top of the morning, top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. Today is Thursday and I'm in, I am beyond excited to be alive. Uh, it's my late night, so I get to go in a little later. So of course, I'm up, out, and about, getting ready to take care of just a little business and I am going to move forward. But I am really excited about this season. Before we get started, and there's something that God has been talking to me about all summer, I want to share with you just a continuation of a discussion. Um, but before we get started, this Sunday, this Sunday at 9 a.m., I want you to meet me at the Prophetic Encounter at Better Covenant. I want you to meet me at 9 a.m. It's going to be one hour. It is going to be a prophetic encounter. One hour from 9 to 10. You can come, you can receive instructions and directions from the Lord, and you can go about your day. That's this Sunday. I want you to mark it on your calendar. This Sunday, the address is 7714 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. So do me a favor and help me spread uh, the word for this Sunday. Uh, this is what the Lord has given me, and I am at a red light. This is what the Lord has given me for this summer. There are two seeds that we want to be mindful of as we go into the fall. The first seed he told me, he said, son, the seed of service, the seed of service, give yourself to something that has nothing to do with your progress, has nothing to do with what would advance or build you up, but sow that into somebody else's life. Sow support, uh, serve in the kingdom, uh, usher, whatever you can give, partner with somebody, help somebody else get where they are going. Why? Because the Bible says, in Hebrews chapter 6, number 10, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love that you've shown unto the saints and that you minister and do minister. The second thing that God told me concerning this season, seeds of mercy. The Bible says, blessed, Matthew 5 and 7, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So if you put mercy out there, you got mercy coming back to you. Let's get right to it today. God will avenge you. God will avenge you. One of the things that it may be a challenge, I use my time in prayer to tell God the truth. <clears throat> I use my time in prayer to tell God all the truth. If you read Mark chapter 5, after she, after she touched the hem of his garment and the fountain of her blood was dried up, the Bible says that in her one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, the Bible says she told him all the truth and when she told him all the truth not only was she healed but she got whole because she was able to tell God the truth she told Jesus and I'm at a red light she told Jesus the truth about her situation and about her circumstance it's very important that no matter what you can say or not say to people uh, you need to tell God all the truth uh, so the truth of the matter is is that no matter how good we plan we can be outstanding planners. We, we can work things out in our own intellect. But there comes a point in time in life, I'm, way, I'm raising my hand. There comes a point in time in life that you have to be honest with God. There are things that you manage well and give yourself claps for that. Good job. But then there are things you didn't manage well. That, that there are things that you didn't handle uh, as well. The Bible says it like this. James chapter 4, verse number 1. Where, where does disputings and fightings and warrings come from? The Bible says, come not, they, come not they from your own 
lust, the Bible says we ask and we pray amiss because we ask to receive things based on what we want, based on how we think and based on how we feel. And that's a real place of the children of Israel. Uh, they wanted a fleshly king. So God gave them a king. The children of Israel uh, wanted, they, they, watch this, when they got in the wilderness, the manna wasn't enough. They didn't want manna. They give us quail. See, there are things that we can ask God for and we can get those things. But there are times that as we receive those things, it was just based on something that we wanted. It wasn't something that God had ordained. Pastor Richard, why do you bring that up? I bring that up because that's why most times we need mercy. We need mercy in the areas that we've made bad choices. We we need mercy in the areas that we've made bad uh, decisions. We need mercy in those particular uh, areas. And it's, it's good to own things. That's good. That's a good, you own it, you understand you're responsible for your choices and your decisions. But it's very important that you want to talk to God about your mismanagement. You you want to talk to God about the areas uh, in your life that you didn't handle uh, appropriately because there is mercy available if you ask. See, but if you never ask God and that asking comes with an honesty. David says he desires truth in the inward parts and in the hidden parts. Make me, Psalm 51, make me to know wisdom. So that's very important. Confess your faults. If I say I've not said, I deceive myself. First John 1 8. And the truth is not in him. But if I confess my faults, he's faithful and he's just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. So God will avenge you. Uh, Pastor Richard, why did you bring that up? Because once you identified that you've, you, you've made a choice and you mismanaged something and you acknowledge it to God, now you can ask for mercy. See, and God will give you something that you don't deserve. Now watch this. In order to be a participant of that, it's not just, it's not just good or right or righteous to ask uh, for mercy and to confess your faults. That's good. Now you got to take it a step further. You got to show other people and be willing to show other people mercy because what you make happen in the lives of other people, God will make happen. It blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. There are some things that happen based on what we do, right? So I wanted to open up right there that there are things that happen. There are certain things. Our life is a direct reflection on some of our choices and decisions. We, faith is not a denial. Faith is, I understand what it is, but I heard more of what God said than what I see. So after that point and you come to terms with your decision, that's good. Now there are situations and there are circumstances that have everything to do with God is shifting you in this season. The nature of a relationship has changed. The Bible says, and let's go there. The Bible says in Luke chapter 18, verse Number one, Jesus speaks a parable unto this end. He says that men ought always pray and not faint. The Bible says that there was, there was a widow. There was a widow. There was a woman who was in a season of her life that the support system that she was accustomed to was no longer there. She, she had lost a covenant relationship. She she had lost a partnership. She, she lost something. But the Bible says that this woman who had experienced 
lost. This ain't the woman with the issue of blood. Th this is the woman who lost a relationship, a partnership. I, I thought that this relationship, who connects with a person with the expectation for that covenant not to last? We don't covenant for it just not to last. No. If she's a widow, she made a decision. I'm going to be with this person. But now this thing has dissolved. There are many of us that are listening to me this morning and where you are in your life, you are coming to terms with what has dissolved. And I'm approaching a red light. You, you, are, you are coming to terms with the things in your life that have dissolved. But let's take this woman's attitude and let's take her perspective into mind this morning. The Bible says that although she has lost a relationship and a partnership, the Bible says that she has an adversary. She Watch this. A double negative. She's lost a partnership. She's lost a relationship. She's lost a covenant relationship. And after losing this covenant relationships, an adversary comes after her. God spoke to my heart. God spoke to my heart this morning to share with the people of God there. There is an adversary of heaviness that has come to attack the hearts and the minds of God's people. There, there is an adversary of heaviness that has come to try and attack the hearts and the minds of God's people on this Thursday. There is an, there is an adversary of heaviness that has come to try and attack the hearts and the minds of God's people because we are in critical places. Let me pause for 30 seconds. All of the tragedy, all of the shifting, all of the changes that are occurring in the month of August have everything to do with the season of birth. And nine is coming. You say what you want to say. God is a God of order. He does all things decently and in order. There are things that God is birthing and everything that you are experiencing right now, it is not a confirmation that you are going down. It, it is not a confirmation that God is not with you. And I'm parked now, so I'm going to talk to you for a few moments. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you, people of God. It is not a confirmation that things are not going to work in your favor. The things that are happening in you is because of what is growing. You got a seed of the word that is growing in you. And you want to always understand when there is a seed of the word in you. Mark chapter 4, verse number 14. When the sower sows the word, Satan comes immediately to take that word that was sown in the heart through a fence, through affliction, the lust of other things, the cares of this life. He wants to choke out the word and he wants to make the word unfruitful in your life. But the devil is a liar. Uh, I want you to say to yourself today, we're not doing this today. Uh, I want you to talk to yourself today before I go any further today. I, I want you to speak to yourself and, and say to every heavy spirit that's trying to, trying to deal with your heart and trying to attack your mind. Say to yourself, we're not doing this today. We, we're not, we're not going to be depressed uh, today. The joy, the joy of the Lord Hey, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8 
and 10. He says, eat the fat, drink uh, the sweet, prepare a portion uh, for those. And he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want you to say to yourself today, we're not doing this. I want you to say it to yourself. We're not doing this today. We, we are not accepting heavy spirits. Return to cinder. The devil is a liar. I don't accept it. Uh, if I don't have peace, that's less than God's portion for my life. If I don't have joy, that the Bible says that Jesus, he bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. So the Bible says that after, read Luke chapter 18 verses 1 through 8. After this woman experiences a loss in relationship through covenant, through partner, through a person that she thought this would work. Now she's viewed, she's viewed as a widow. And I want to say this to you. My losses doesn't determine my identity. My losses don't determine how I see myself. What I lost has nothing to do with my own self-portrait. What you lose I want, I want to challenge how you look at yourself today because Jesus says there was a widow. There was a, she was viewed as a widow. And the Bible says after she experiences a loss, an adversary shows up in her world and this adversary uh, is impacting her to the degree that she feels that I need help outside of myself. There are those of us, you 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 taking Xanax, and I want to pray for you before it's over. You you taking pills. You you you're doing a lot of things because there is an adversary that is chasing you. There there is an adversary, and the adversary is not from the outside in. There is an adversary based on the things you have lost, based on the separation anxiety, based on the experiences that you are having. There is an adversary. That is against you. He's fighting you from the inside out. He's attacking you from the inside out. You talk to the psychiatrist. You talk to your girlfriend. Uh, We're going to talk to Jesus uh, today. The Bible says that she has an adversary. And the Bible says because she has an adversary, she goes to the judge. She goes to the judge. And she asked the judge, judge, I need you to avenge me of this adversary. I, I need you to avenge me of this adversary. Watch this. And the judge said no. The, the judge said no. See, life is full of no's. Life is full of denials. Life is full of uh, we chose somebody else. Life is full of we're going in a different direction. You can seek out options for change and life will say uh, no. But the Bible says uh, this widow got something that we need to take note of. She's a widow. Something is chasing her. But what she makes a decision to do just because the judge said no, that don't mean I'm going to stop seeking out options for change. The Bible says that she came continually before him. The Bible says that this judge did not re regard man nor God. He, he had no regard for man or God. She was not being given any preferential treatment. All she understood 
is that the thing that is chasing me, I got to get from up under this. People of God, there are those of us who are listening in this morning, and I want you to hear me prophetically. What's in your spirit is I got to get from up under this. I, I, I can't keep waking up uh, feeling how I'm feeling. I, I can't keep going to work. You got things that are boggled up. You got things that are bottled up on the inside of you. See, the Bible says what she chooses to do with the pressure that she is under. She makes a decision that I am going to seek God. How do you deal with heavy spirits? You seek God. How do you deal with heavy spirits? You seek God. You, you go after God. The Bible says that she went into a place of, of seeking. She went into a courtroom. She, she went into a, a, a place that her voice could be heard. See, there are those of us, we're trying to allow our voice to be heard in different environments. Feeling like if, if I raise my voice in business, then what's chasing me will leave me alone. If, if I raise my voice concerning the projects and the things that God is calling me to, that this adversary will leave me alone. That those of us, we have done as much as we can do in our own strength. We've raised our voice in business. We've raised our voice in leisure and relaxation. We've raised our voice uh, trying to uh, feel something uh, on the, uh, putting something on the outside that really it's an adversary on the inside. See, you have to make a decision. Uh, and God has put me on this Facebook live to confirm with you. Good morning, people of God. To confirm with you this morning that your voice being raised. It, it's, it's good that you know business. It's good that you know uh, other things. But your voice being raised in this season. God is looking for you in prayer. God is looking to hear from you in prayer. Your voice being raised and your case being heard based on what is chasing you. Your case is heard in his presence. Huh? God, your case, your case is heard in his presence. Your case is heard in prayer. The Bible says this widow comes continually. And the Bible says that the judge, he didn't regard man nor God, but he said this woman, this woman, her, con her continual coming has wearied me. Her, her con Pastor Richie, why are you in prayer on Tuesday night? Why are you in church on Wednesday, on Friday? Why are you wake up so early? Uh, why? Because I believe that God hears me. I believe the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. For they that come to him must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. I want to encourage you this morning. Get your seek back. Get your seek back today. Get your fervence back for God. See, there are heavy spirits that are chasing after you. That the only way you're going to get free, you got to go after God in prayer. If you want to get free from what's cha chasing you from within, you make a decision today. Huh? In prayer, while you are in prayer, the thing.
things that are chasing you have to let you go. While you're in prayer, the, the things that are after you have to release you. The Bible says, he says, this woman has wearied me because of her continual coming. Don't ever discount your coming to God. Don't ever discount how you watch this, how you rearranged your schedule to pray. See, Luke chapter 18 represents a preference. Luke chapter 18 represents that her prayer and her time spent with God was not an accident. But her prayer and her time spent with God was on purpose. Her, her time spent with God, that means every day she got up, she got dressed, she took care of whatever she had to take care of, and she made a decision. I'm going to let my case be heard today. I, I'm going to present my case. Jesus says, he says, how much more? How much more? How much more? How much more will your heavenly father avenge you of your adversaries who both cry day and night? And that's where we stop at the text. But I want you to read verse number eight in your leisure. God says, for he's looking for faith. He, is there any faith in the earth? God, God is, he's looking for faith. Is there any faith in the earth? Is, is there any faith that despite what you lost and despite what you are hearing after uh, losses? See, do you understand that the answer is, is wrapped up in your seek? The, the, the peaceable response is wrapped up in your seek. It's already God's intentions to favor you. God bless you, Sister Lisa. God bless you, Pastor Tim, Prophetess Junior. It, it's already your uh, it's already been designed. God bless you, Sister Brenda. It's, it's already been designed. Uh, God already knows what he wants to do. He declares the end, Isaiah 46 and 10, from the beginning. But what he's asking us for in this season, despite what you have lost, the, despite, see, people's, people, might call, people might be calling you something. People might have given you a title. And I don't care if you call me a widow. I don't care if you look at me as broken. I don't care. At the end of the day, my faith says, Pastor Richie, get up, get dressed, get into prayer. My faith says, get up, get dressed, put on the whole armor of God. My faith says, get up out of this low place. My faith says, get up out of this low place today. There are those of us today. That you are dealing with heavy spirits. You, the adversary is not a physical adversary. The adversary is something that's going on in the spirit. The, the, the adversary is what's going on in your heart. The, the, the adversary is what's going on in your mind. Jesus allows us to know that he's not an unjust judge. God would not allow us. Jesus says, how, he says, how much, y'all better read the text. How much more will your heavenly father avenge you? See, God wants to kill and stop the avenger. Now watch this. This is what David says about the, out of the mouth 
of babes and sucklings. God, God has ordained strength that he might steal the enemy and the avenger. See, your praise is what the devil never expected. Your, your seek, your, your, your level of thanksgiving. See, August is designed to try to steal, to try to stop you from being thankful. August is designed because while there is great warfare, there are great opportunities in this month. See, the Bible said there's an effectual door, but there are many adversaries. I don't care how many things are chasing you. I don't care uh, how much bad news that you are hearing on this month and on this day. God sent me to tell you today that the adversary of heaviness through your seek, that the adversary of depression through your seek, that the adversary of depression is going to be rebuked. God is going to avenge you of the adversary, the, the fight that's going on within. Your seek delivers you from the fight that is going on. Your seek delivers you from the fight. Your seek delivers you from the fight. See, when I get into prayer, when, when we get into the presence of God, what is fighting us from the inside out? God avenges us of that adversary. Now you walk into an environment and you got a victory. See, that's that's a win. When you go into the heavenly courtroom in prayer with Luke 18, when you present yourself to God, when you are vulnerable, uh, no matter if it is from mismanagement or no matter if it's based on a loss of a covenant. At the end of the day, not having joy is not your portion. Not having peace is not your portion. I want to pray with you today. Lord Jesus, right now. Lord Jesus, right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every person like this woman in Luke 18 and 1. Every, every person that has lost things, every person that is being viewed as a widow based on their losses today. God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that despite their losses, God, that you would restore the seek of your people, that you restore our seek after you, that, that you restore our seek and that everything in our world that has told us no, God, that we, that we would have a resilience to come after you. That what would be in our spirit, the no does not represent. That's where we're going to end. The no is a confirmation to keep seeking you. God, we thank you today. How much more will you avenge your people? Every spirit, you told it to me this morning. Every spirit of heaviness that is an adversary, to your people that comes to attack your people at critical times. You gave binding and loosing to the church. So we agree. We connect in prayer today. Every spirit of heaviness today. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Name of Jesus. Every heavy spirit. Oh, we bind it up and we send it back to dry places. Lord, we don't bring up any railing accusations. 
Jude chapter 1, verse number 8, 9, and 10. But we simply speak these words. Satan the Lord rebuke you. Your deeds, your works, your principalities, your powers in the earth. Lord, we thank you today. I release and we release joy. We release joy to the hearts and to the minds of your people. Where there has been an adversary, we thank you for an answer of joy. Where there has been a resistance, God, we thank you for a release of joy today. And we'll be so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I love you dearly. I'm praying for you. I want y'all to meet me. I want you to meet me. A few services, Friday night, 7 o'clock, it's going to be a prophetic time. And Sunday, get the word out. Sunday at 9 o'clock, prophetic encounter, better covenant. The address is 7714 Grand River. It's one hour of power. One hour, Sunday at 9 a.m., prophetic encounter, one hour of power. I want you to say this with me, and this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today. I want you to say it with me, no matter what you do today, I want you to keep it kind. I love you. I'm praying for you. And we will talk again later. God bless you. <laughs>